The Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast is made possible in part by a generous gift from Set Apart to Serve, the church work recruitment initiative of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Many church workers always knew they wanted to serve in Christ's church, but many pastors, teachers, and other full-time church workers left careers to pursue this life of service. If you or a friend have been praying and thinking about a second career as a church worker, the Set Apart to Serve team wants to help. Visit kfuo.org SAS to learn more. Listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. And I'm Rachel. I'm so excited because I have food in the studio that I made this morning. I will tell that story later. It is an iron ladle challenge. This had so many different layers to it. Erin went all out on this one. I have been looking forward to this episode for several weeks, months, weeks. Erin, what are we doing today? Today, we are discussing the Lutheran Ladies Lounge Best Bar. What is the most Lutheran of all the bars out there? <laughs> Wait, could we clarify just real quickly here? Because when I mentioned to my father-in-law, who's staying with us right now, that we were looking for the best bars, he said, <laughs> I've been in one or two of those. <laughs> That's what I thought too when Aaron you know, first mentioned that we were going to do You are not, like, yes, you are not the only one had this starting point. So I, I don't know, maybe I need to say it with like a heavier Midwestern accent. This is the bar. It's, we're talking about that special dessert yes. that shows up at the potluck. That, okay, now beyond that, Beyond the title of bar, there does seem to be, well, we'll get right into it. One of the initial controversies that plague this competition throughout is what truly constitutes a bar. Yeah. There is not a unanimous agreement on this, on this topic. And I didn't try and set down rules as to what qualified as a bar when I when I launched this experience. Instead, I I was gonna I was gonna just leave it to the masses to determine what a bar is. Now, the controversy seems to be primarily around some feel strongly that a bar should be finger food, mm. no utensil required. Okay. I can see that. And others seem to feel that a bar is more of the the shape mm. in that is a, a flat, flat dessert item that is cut into typically a rectangle or square and has a like a firmly supported crust. Mm. Okay. But not necessarily. I mean, maybe you do actually have to use a fork to eat it. And so this reared its head because we'll jump right into, well, no, I'm going to, we're going to circle back to that one. We're going to let yeah. that one come um, as we go but along. Th- these, 
definitions are really thorny because as you were describing a finger food that is cut in rectangles i was thinking well is a brownie a bar oh but no i've never thought of brownies or blondies as bars even though they fit this definition as one of the bars for con you know as a contender so indeed you i you would think a brownie would but everyone seems clear that a brownie is its own thing it's not a bar And the other question I have is, does a bar need to be baked? Like you said, it had to have a crust. Mm -hmm. But if if you had like a bar, like a crust with like jello on top of it, Mm -hmm. it could be a rectangular flat finger food. But would it be a bar if it's not? So I don't know. I mean, special K bars are bars and you don't bake those. I've never made those. There you go. (gasps) But I, okay, I need to. I, I really need to expand my bar game. As you guys will find out, I have one go to bar. (laughs) <laughs> like just one. So I'm really looking forward to going back through and um, learning yeah. some new, new yeah. bar magic. Bar magic. This is, this <laughs> is excellent. So I decided that when we were going to tackle this, it's sort of been on my mind for a while to how could we do another, another big, you know, where we are, we're whittling it down to the best of with a lot of input. And I decided that what I really wanted to try and accomplish was a tournament. Yes. A tournament of the bars. And so. This was amazing. I'm so glad you did it this way. It was was so fun. Yeah. (laughs) I did initially. So we selected. I solicited for nominations. (laughs) And this was a free for all. Anyone could nominate any bar they wanted. And while initially I, I had it, I think I probably could have even pulled off another layer of the bracket, but I decided that's just too many. Nobody, we don't need to spend that much time on the bars. So <laughs> I narrowed it down <laughs> to, okay, hang on. I got to gotta pull up my, my note. You got a lot of submissions there for that. There were a lot and, of submissions. And I want to talk about a few of the controversial mm-hmm. ones too. Let's go yeah. through them first. Because yeah. there was, there are some strong opinions about a few <laughs> There really are. <laughs> so I decided that we would start, I was going to limit it to the top eight contenders. And the way I selected it and the way I calculated the top eight was at a set time, I started counting the nominations and the reacts and comments and such. And assigned a weight to the various submissions. There were far more than eight bars that were submitted as nominations. This was okay? maximum science. Yeah. I, I really <laughs> did try to, you know, make this as objective, letting the, the voice of the ladies speak and be heard. So <laughs> what we came down to and what I did have to do was combine certain ones that were clearly One in particular was clearly a chameleon bar known by many names. I don't know. It's it's the underworld spy of the bars that has, you know, many (laughs) names, many names. Anywhere you go, you've got a different name. This is the seven layer bar, also known as Hello Dolly's, also known as Magic Cookie Bars and... In my family, I don't know if we made this name up ourselves or if we got it somewhere, but my family's always known it as Santa Snacks. 
which because it features at, at as a Christmas bar. And then another person in the course of the, the contest said that her family knows them as chip yummies because <laughs> that one I think is definitely a personal name. That's a more of a personal nickname, pet name, if you will. I love that you have a pet name for a dessert bar. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. So once it became clear that these were all the same bar, I combined their nominations as opposed to having them be separate. Okay. The more controversial one that I chose to combine because, and Sarah, I think you're going to have some opinions on this. So let's, (laughs) let's talk about it. Yes. Special K bars and Scotcharoos. Yeah, this was a, that's a controversy right there. It is. I mean, it seemed like some people were strongly of the opinion that these were not the same bar mm-hmm. and others were strongly of the opinion that they were the same thing. Yes. So I honestly, I'm sure that I've had these, but they have not featured prominently in my lifetime. And so I don't have a strong opinion on which one of these is actually the true name. What can you tell us, Sarah? Because you were very familiar with this. You said you you have strong memories of one of these, both of these. I don't know. One of them. Clear this up for us. Yeah. So I know Special K bars going back far into my childhood. I think I feel like almost every time I was at my sister-in-law's house. I grew up in the Detroit area. So this is like a Michigan Midwestern thing. And I'll come back to that in a second with like geographical stuff. Uh, So I I feel like almost every time I was at my sister-in-law's house, we would make special K bars. And these are special K peanut butter, caro syrup as the base and then like smooshing it down and then melted chocolate, melted butterscotch chips for the top. And I also told her, I I messaged my sister-in-law during this uh, thing. And I was like, people don't like special K bars. And she was like, what? That's crazy. So we still have strong opinions about this. (laughs) And when I go visit her in a few weeks, I may be making special K bars just to like settle this a little bit. But so I grew up with special K bars. I don't know that I had even heard of Scotcheroos until very recently. And I didn't realize that they were like, the same thing slash cousin slash geographical. I don't know. I was trying to figure out if there was a geographical difference between Special K and Scotcheroo. Like if if in part of the country, it actually is the same mm. thing and people just right. call it something different. Right. Or if, if it actually is two different things. Mm-hmm. I think that there's, what it seems is that there's the strongest opinion or maybe the most logical thing is that Special K is made with Special K. Scotcheroos are the same thing except made with Rice Krispies. That's what like the biggest actual difference that I was finding is that is is just a different cereal. And I think a lot of people who know Special K or who know Scotcheroos with the Rice Krispies don't actually know what Special K bars are. I was we were talking to one of our field workers at church last night and because randomly we had Scotcheroos last night at our Wednesday night dinner at church and I chuckled and I was like, oh, is that a is that a Special K bar? And he's like, I don't know what that is. And I was like, that's what you're eating. But with Special K, And he's like, you mean like the breakfast food? (laughs) Yes. He's like, but that doesn't have butterscotch. I was like, yes, it does. (laughs) So I think there's just a lot of, there's a lot of just like people, it seems that people know one or the other. And I don't really know why. I want to do like a full, fully researched journal. I'm researching as you guys chat about this. It seems like if you 
Google either a special K or Scotcheroos, you are going to get a whole bunch, like a third of the links will have one or the other in parentheses. Okay. So, Aaron, I think you are justified here. But here, the mystery thickens because there is actually a Scotcheroos.net, which has an article on Scotcheroos versus special K bars <gasps> compared. Wow. Wow. Ever. When I click through, I get a 404 error message. How no! The preview says Scotcheroos versus Special K bars compared. Scotcheroos are made with Rice Krispies, whereas Special K bars are made with Special K cereals. Recipe for Scotcheroos. But then right above this, Spend with Pennies, one of the recipe blogs that I've enjoyed in the past, has a Scotcheroos recipe made with Special K. That's so just really, I don't think you are being unreasonable mm-hmm. to lump mm-hmm. them together for the purposes of this scientific poll. Yeah, yeah. you're fine. I think yeah. There were some people that were like, oh, you should have put both names on it because then we would have known which maybe. I don't know. But no, that would have just divided and muddied the data. Well, mm. yeah. And that's the thing, because some people do think that Scotcheroos are only Rice crispy and not special. Like yeah. it is you just can make Scotcheroos with Rice Krispies. You cannot make special K-bars with Rice Krispies. Right. It's like a square and a rectangle. Right. Mm-hmm. You would, like you can make Scotcheroos with either Rice Krispies or Special K, but you can only make Special K with Special K. So I don't oh, know. That's true. Yeah. You're right. So, You're mm-hmm. right. We got a Venn diagram here. Happening. Yeah. Maybe the Special K is the subset of the Scotcheroo oh. kingdom. Either it's way, you're fine to combine them for the poll. <laughs> it's fine. Yes. There's just people with opinions. And yes. I'm one of them. So that's fine. <laughs> now, okay. So, yeah, Special K, Scotcheroos. I have absolutely had this bar before. But, yeah, it's not one that you know, my, I grew up with as a regular bar that my family would make. But I absolutely have had it at Potlucks before and I loved love it. it. It's one of my favorites. A lot of nostalgia there. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So the four bars that got brought into the competition, they were the the next tier down, if you will. They were still the top eight, but there was a distinct gap between the top four and everything else. (laughs) So, for example, the seven-layer bar grouping, that I had... 20 votes that I assigned to it. The next one, the next strongest contender was GM Shortbread Bars at nine votes. Wow. Okay. I mean, not even half the number of votes. So the next grouping was then GM Shortbread Bars, Peanut Butter Bars. Hmm. Okay, Sarah, you got to help me how to pronounce this one. Is it Nanaimo? Nanaimo? How do you say this? Nanaimo, but I could be wrong. Nanaimo. And okay, it, that well, come up before in an episode. I was super excited to see them in the polls. I know, I know. Then we'll go with your we'll go with your per- pronunciation. Nanaimo bars, which honestly, those were I think the bar that puzzled the most people as to what yeah. it was. I think that one is yeah, very like, geographic. That if yeah, because it's like yeah. Northwest United States and Canada, mm-hmm. and so unless if you aren't in that familiar with that geographic region i think you just had no idea what it was right it had some strong the people who who know it they love it yes but it wasn't wasn't widely known Mm -hmm. and then the chocolate revel bars were the the last of the the sort of second tier uh, the junior varsity group if you will (laughs) the controversial addition was of course the strawberry pretzel dessert doesn't even have bars in the name. I've never heard of that one. 
Oh, I have. <laughs> okay. What is fascinating to me is in the nominations, it had a single nomination, but the people were so passionate about it. It was second overall in the votes for the initial nominations. Most things would show up multiple times and I had to combine them, but not strawberry pretzel dessert that showed up once and had 37 comments, votes, likes. Like it's, it has a passionate following. Can I I share something very hilarious and appropriate to this group? (laughs) Yes. I went to search strawberry pretzel. I just typed in strawberry pretzel uh-huh. and I could have my choice between dessert or what it is more commonly known as, apparently, strawberry pretzel salad. Yes! Yes. This also came up with the people who were furious that it was being included uh-huh. as a bar oh, you because it can also be known as a so salad. Wonderful. How can it possibly be a bar? Yeah. There's actually yeah. a video that showed up like yesterday or the day before in the group huh? from the Midwestern mom on if you if you follow her reels on social media. She has a reel for this. It actually makes yeah. it it's called a salad. It's so yep. funny. Yep. <laughs> Not a salad. We can call it yeah. a salad, but that doesn't make No. No. <laughs> I feel this like this one is the boundaries for a salad. <laughs> this is a dessert that likes to straddle bound boundaries. It's it's it blurs things. So this yeah tries to move into the jello salad area but it's Uh-oh. got a pretzel crust and so that is absolutely antithetical and, and antithetical antithetical <laughs> of <laughs> of a jello salad to have a pretzel crust this True. is not a done thing and yet it calls itself strawberry pre- uh strawberry pretzel salad it's trying to be a jello salad but it's not well, it's trying to be a bar but many would say it's not. It masquerades as many different things, but those who love it really love it a lot. Yeah. I'm going to just make the call. You heard it here first, folks. It is much closer to being a bar than a salad. Oh, yeah. Much, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Much, much, much closer. Absolutely. So I agree. Yes. We should add it yes. in our poll. Good call. Yeah. Okay. So the bar that came in, it was the clear front runner. And there's no real surprise. It did eventually, it did eventually take the whole competition. And that is the lemon bar. Yeah. It came in so strong and it it never, never stumbled. So the the bar. lemon bar was by far the strongest. So when I tried to set up this tournament, I paid close attention to my friend Joel Gilbert, who is the tennis coach at Lutheran. South High School. Oh, okay. And so I wasn't necessarily thinking about the bar tournament. However, I remembered his directions when setting up a tournament. You are not supposed to pit the strongest against each other at the beginning. You need to set it up the opposite. You're supposed to set it up against the strongest and the weakest. Mm-hmm. And then let the strongest eventually face each other. But if you set them up with the strongest against each other from the beginning, then you lose an exciting player right away. Mm-hmm. There was some, we'll we'll say mild mild critique offered, perhaps, of <laughs> my choice of the what I think you call it the tournament seating, the seating of the tournament. Yeah, many felt that perhaps 
we should have taken more of a an ingredient based approach and put mm. against fruit or chocolate against chocolate. But I was going with Lutheran South High School's tennis coaches tournament seating approach. And that is by the numbers, the strongest against the weakest. And so that meant that we had lemon bars against chocolate rebel bars for the qualifiers. Mm -hmm. We had strawberry pretzel dessert against Nanaimo. Mm -hmm. Special K against jam shortbread. <laughs> and seven layer bars against peanut butter bars. Yep. Now, in all cases, the obvious winner prevailed in the first round, except for Ooh. one upset. <laughs> and this was super exciting. And unexpectedly, I don't I I have to think maybe it was an identity crisis or something. I don't know. It didn't seem to stop the seven layer group, but for the Special K bars, a.k.a. Yeah. Scotcheroos, which I went with Special K because that had more comments behind it. Anyway, jam shortbread bars prevailed. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. We had an upset. I think it was surprising. <laughs> I and I was I was here for it. I, I love shortbread and I love jam. Those are two of my favorite things. So. I mean, I love special K bars too, but still, in this sort of a contest, it, it doesn't help anyone to vote for both bars. That just, you know, cancels your vote out. So, I was Team Jam Shortbread, and I was thrilled when they when they won the qualifying round. That was very exciting. Hmm. Yeah, again, with the strong showing of the strawberry pretzel dessert, they had the most. The strawberry pretzel dessert qualifier round had the most votes of any any round wow. in the entire thing. That's amazing. So again, the people who love those strawberry pretzel desserts, they they come out, they turn out strong. Yeah. Yeah. That said, strawberry pretzel dessert then had to face off against <laughs> Queen Queen Lemon. <laughs> and <laughs> they could not surpass. Lemon pears are the best. So, yeah, <laughs> with the semifinals, indeed, lemon bars carried the day in the semifinal round. And then jam bars, I mean, they, they did have an impressive first showing, but they could not stand up against seven layer bars. Now, this did mean that many people who were very concerned that chocolate was not winning, there was a lot of shock and, and dismay that in the yeah. qualifier rounds, one, two, three, Three of the of the four qualifier rounds, actually, all of the qualifier rounds featured a chocolate item, at least one chocolate item in that. And three of the chocolates fell in the initial qualifier. So we only had seven, uh, seven layer bars that, that survived. They were the only chocolate representation, but they did make it all the way through to the final round. Yeah. They, they came in strong and they they did make it to the very end. That's an interesting will, thing that like people don't necessarily want chocolate in their bars. Like chocolate cookies, chocolate and cookies is like, that's a big thing. Mm -hmm. But I guess chocolate in bars is different. I, I don't know. I must have been napping the day this poll happened because <laughs> I am definitely someone who likes chocolate in my bars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So, I mean, we had we had chocolate representation throughout, but fruit was people were feeling fruity, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, the final round was the second closest of all of the rounds. The only one that was a closer contest was that Special K GM upset that we had. Yeah. That said, the fi- it was still very clear that Lemon Bars won. The Lemon Bars won with 60% of the votes in the final round. Wow. So, yeah. I am actually really happy about this because I got to say, Lemon Bars, I can to this day remember the first time I had a Lemon Bar. And it was... I was about, how old was I? I was probably 11. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And it was in a Lutheran church basement mm. for fellowship hour after church. Of course. And I was like, I was a very picky kid. So I kind of went on a limb and tried this thing mostly because it was coated in powdered sugar. Mm. And I was in love. I was like, not only is this a delicious dessert, but if this is what I can expect... From Lutheran Church Fellowship going forward, sign me up. And I don't think I yeah. ever look back. So the lemon bar was very formative for me. Like yeah. I, I remember the first lemon bar and it was in a Lutheran Church basement. So yeah. this is a well-deserved win. Lemon bar. It really is. You got yeah. you got to hand it to you. Well done. I think this is my favorite bar from childhood also. But I and I don't know if this came first or lemon yogurt came first, but mm. I absolutely loved anything lemon dessert when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like that, mm-hmm. that the combination of the the acidic yeah. sour with the sweet is just yep. is perfect. That translates well to the only dessert bar that I can make now because it's the same like <laughs> sweet going on. But yeah. Oh, the lemon bars are just so good. And like the texture is just like melts in your mouth. Oh, mm. It's mm-hmm. got everything. It and they really look does. pretty. Like they're just happy yeah. color. <laughs> yeah. And I feel they're good all year round. Yeah. You know, they're okay. they aren't a seasonal bar. Like certain things you might feel like would be better in the summer or I don't in think the I winter. would serve a strawberry pretzel bar at Christmas time. Exactly. Well, but I could serve exactly. a lemon bar. Yeah. Yeah. So Speaking of bars, I believe each of you have a bar that you want to discuss a little more specifically with a recipe. Maybe I, in the case of this, this was actually another, there were, there were thoughts expressed on the topic of some of the bars. It was not clear to everyone which bar it was. And there was a wish that there had perhaps been a standard recipe that we were considering. But that was not the type of tournament that I was able to to facilitate so it was more of a free-for-all there could be many recipes represented i did encourage people to share a recipe especially if it was a lesser known bar share a recipe to give people inspiration of what they would be experiencing with this bar yeah so did did, do either of you have a recipe that you'd like to be able to to discuss today on on the topic of bars yeah, so I, much to my chagrin, the whole like, jam shortbread versus Special K was like mm. existential crisis for me. Oh, you're right. Because I love Special K bars and I think I would have <laughs> voted for them all the way to the end. But the only bar that I can make in my life right now is essentially jam shortbread. <laughs> it had to get your vote. It had to. Yeah, there's there was just a lot. There was a lot of emotion happening in that poll, guys. Uh <laughs> But I was very happy that this is a this was an iron ladle that I could 
like unequivocally just participate in because I have something ready to go. It's the same recipe that I do every time. <laughs> it's a new format, I feel. It is a new format. Yeah. So, so I have almond cranberry jam bars mm. that sound very fancy and they they look just beautiful. The color of this cranberry oh, sauce oh, yes. is absolutely gorgeous. So, okay, this is my my typical almond flour cookie recipe that I just packed into a, a, I don't even know what size it was. It's a, it's a Pyrex that my friends gifted us with blueberries about three months ago and I haven't given it back to them, but it was the perfect <laughs> size for this. <laughs> so that worked out. Um, uh-huh. So it's two cups of almond flour. The blanched, like super fine blanched works the best for this because it's got to soak in all the stuff. And if you, you can use the a, a slightly chunkier one, but the texture is a lot different and I don't like it as much. So super fine blanched, two cups of almond flour, four tablespoons of olive oil, four tablespoons of maple syrup, and then a pinch of salt, whatever that really means. Uh, it kind of vary, It varies depending on what salt you use and how salty mm-hmm. you actually want it. So that's completely to taste. And the olive oil that you use will change the flavor a lot. If you use a mild Mm. olive oil, it's a much milder flavor bar. I happen to really like the flavor of the olive oil in the bar because it gives us a a little extra tang. So I actually use stronger flavored olive oil on purpose. So mix that all together. Oil a pan. You can butter it, but I can't eat butter. So I oiled the Pyrex smush it all in there, pack it down really good. And then I I have a convection oven, so it's going to be different. But I in my convection oven, it was 375 for 25 minutes. But basically, you want the, the outer edge to be golden and the middle to not be soft anymore. And that's tricky. This recipe doesn't translate super well to bars. I've used it before and the middle always gets really hard. And oh, sorry, the edges always get hard and the mm-hmm. middle stays too soft. This size of pan is smaller, though, than I've used in the past. And I think it actually works really well because the, okay. the edges were the edges are uh-huh. crunchy, but the middle was done. So that was okay. great. Now, this was the fun part. I forgot that we were recording today. I thought it was tomorrow until like <laughs> 30 this morning and I was almost on my way out the door and I checked the calendar and I went, oh, we're recording today. Oh no. <laughs> so I stayed at home for an extra hour and a half and <laughs> did oh, my work. Such dedication. So, and then I was biking to work. So I had to figure out <laughs> <laughs> get this pan of bars into my backpack. What did you do? Put them on your head? <laughs> so, so I, I made it a little bit differently than I would otherwise probably make it if I were bringing it to a potluck. But what I did this time was just make the bars and then I had cranberry sauce already made up and I just kept them separate and I brought it to work and we just put the bars on a plate and put cranberry sauce on top of them and it works that way. Okay. I will say pro tip because I've done this before. If you do it this way, you don't want to put the cranberry sauce on top unbaked and just leave it there it will soak mm. in and it gets mm. weird so if you're if you're gonna do just like plain cranberry sauce it's best to let people serve it themselves on top it just works better that way the way that I would probably do it is to actually put the cranberry sauce on and then bake it with the sauce on top for like the last 10 minutes or so so it solidifies I think that would work well I haven't done it yet so that's a way to do it the other thing that I want to try is to make the cranberry sauce fresh while I'm making the bars and mix in gelatin Mm. and put that on top so it's actually solid on top I haven't done it that way yet but I want to try it now 
So, and I mean, this is the way I have to do it because cranberries are basically the only like jam sauce thing I can really have. And I make my own cranberry sauce. So I have a bag of cranberries, a three quarter cup water, two thirds of a cup of maple syrup. I use my cranberries from frozen typically. And so it works really well. They don't audibly pop though when you cook them from frozen. So I take a potato Mm. masher. When they start to like separate, I just mash them up with my potato masher and it turns out beautifully. So that's my bar. It's really good. I was serving it to people in the office before I came up here and they were all really happy about it. So that was fun. It just, it looks pretty and it tastes delicious. So yeah. Exactly what a bar should be. Yeah. And it survived in my backpack on my bike. (laughs) That's the part I'm amazed about. You must be a very smooth biker. I don't (laughs) think I could make that work. It was, it was a morning. It was a whole thing. (laughs) Awesome. Now, Sarah, I know that you've talked before, but in particular, things that we'd want to call out for this or catch people's ear if they haven't already thought of this is that part of what makes this recipe great is obviously it's gluten free. Mm -hmm. It's low in sugar. Yes. It's basically allergen friendly, except if you're allergic to almonds. That's the only thing. Um, But other than that, it's if you're allergic to almonds or you're keto, because I don't think it would pass the keto test, Mm. but um, it's very clean allergen friendly for the most part. Dairy free. Dairy free. Gluten free. Grain free. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Vegan. Vegan. Yes. It is vegan. Yep. So if you have tree nuts, sorry. Yeah. But everybody else. Enjoy. And it, it is a pretty low sugar like it tastes really good but there's really not a ton of sweet it's not mm-hmm. like overly sweet not like special k yeah. bars those are like sugar bombs yeah <laughs> yeah it's so sweet <laughs> okay awesome thank you for that that is oh they look so good i wish i was there with you <laughs> really you. You. so rachel what about you Okay, so I'm a one-trick pony when it comes to bars. Like, I've made a couple of lemon bars, like, from kits before, but I've never made lemon bars from scratch. Mm -hmm. But I have one recipe that I've had in my recipe book for, I would say, probably 14, 15 years. And Mm -hmm. I pull it out every once in a while. It got there, I think, I can't remember exactly when it, but I suspect it was when I was pregnant with my third child. Hmm. Because I had a really strong craving, and that suggests that it was a a pregnancy thing. I had a strong craving for some chocolate chip peanut butter cookies, which I make fairly regularly. Yeah. But for some reason, I didn't have the right ingredients to make the cookies. Okay. Or I didn't have the right quantities. Now you'll say, why didn't you just cut your regular cookie recipe in half? Well, this is another clue that this was a pregnancy thing because... (laughs) pregnant brain one would not think something logical (laughs) like why don't I just cut my recipe in half Mm -hmm. so instead I got on Google and said I don't want to go shopping here are the ingredients I have in the house what can I make that's good (laughs) excellent and I got this all recipes recipe for peanut butter fingers Mm. your basic peanut butter bar But it just exactly fit the ingredients I happened to have in my kitchen that day. And I made a pan of them up and they were so good that I have, I I wrote the recipe down off the internet. I didn't print it. I wrote it. Mm -hmm. And I stuck it in my recipe album. And at the bottom, it has the word yum underlined. So (laughs) it was a hit. And it's a really simple recipe. It's great if you want 
basically, if you want like a chocolate chip cookie experience, but you don't want to be pulling cookie sheets in and out of the oven for the better part of an hour, Mm -hmm. like one pan in, one pan out. Mm -hmm. And it's a similar flavor profile to those Special K Scotch and Roo bars or to the Mm -hmm. Nanaimo bars, it sounds Mm -hmm. like. But they're just they're just quick and easy. And I love Mm -hmm. them. To make the peanut butter fingers, you just cream together half cup butter, half cup white sugar, half cup packed brown sugar, beat in one egg, a third of a cup peanut butter. Maybe I add a little extra peanut butter. As you should. (laughs) Half teaspoon vanilla, then flour, a cup of flour, half a teaspoon of soda, fourth teaspoon salt. I mean, this is basically my cookie recipe cut in half. Why I thought I needed a new (laughs) recipe, I don't know. That's amazing. And then at the end, mix in one cup rolled oats. Put it in a grease 9 by 13 and bake at 325 for 20 minutes. Okay. So that's the bar. And then as soon as they come out of the oven, you're going to take a cup of chocolate chips or maybe more if you're me, a generous, a rounded cup of chocolate chips, (laughs) and you're going to sprinkle them all over the hot bars. Uh So instead of melting your chocolate separately, you just put the chocolate chips all over the bars. Let them sit for like five minutes and then take, trust me on this, don't use a wooden spoon, take a metal tablespoon Mm. and sort of just using the back of it, smear the chocolate into a layer of semi-sweet chocolate on the top. So easy. And then you got to wait then for the chocolate to cool, Mm -hmm. but then just cut and serve. And I cut them in sort of rectangles to make them look like, I just dropped it, make them look like... Very pudgy fingers. I mean, let's face it. uh, Nobody wants to just have the skinniest bar in the pan. It's true. So some very pudgy rectangles there. But that is my bar. I'm very glad you had this challenge because now I'm feeling like I need to branch out and learn some new bars because they really are. They're so practical. They're quick. They're easy. They're special. They feed a crowd. They are most of them finger food so you don't have to worry about finding digging up plastic fork mm-hmm. and by and large people just love them mm-hmm. now mine of course is not allergy friendly <laughs> it's got all so, the allergy in it <laughs> <laughs> apologies to anyone who has issues with peanuts or dairy or gluten or trying to go vegan or definitely not keto <laughs> like <laughs> there's nothing really friendly if you're allergic to almonds you can probably eat these bars as long as you double check the chocolate chips, we're not <laughs> That's processed true. in, a, in true. a facility that uses almonds. So not healthy, not friendly. They sure are good. Mm. And as soon as they came out of the oven and started to cool, all my family were like, can I try a bar? <laughs> and uh, I said, sure. You know, because yes. bars, they're meant to be exactly. shared. They're not a food. Yes, technically I could. And maybe that first time I did eat the whole pan myself. (laughs) But they're not meant to be eaten all by yourself. They're meant to be passed around and shared. And that is, I think, what makes this such a brilliant recipe challenge. Uh Because you just got to share them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I... (laughs) This is the first, I think, the first recipe challenge where I have not... I, I believe the first one where I've not actually cooked the recipe. I haven't baked the recipe. I didn't bake anything. I am getting ready today. I'm wor- I'm not working. I'm I'm at home. I have the day off because I'm packing and cleaning. Because tomorrow I head to Taiwan on <laughs> um, for a trip, and I'm like, I just 
I just can't. It, it's, it's not going to fit the timeline of where my life is right now. But I have a recipe to talk about with you all. Yes. And so I have one of our group members, Haley Hazen. Haley! She's a yeah, super she <laughs> sent me a photograph of her grandma Abeling's lemon bar recipe. Yes. It is handwritten on a recipe card in the classic style that has in the small, in the corner of the bottom, it has like a little Bible verse. Oh, wow. <laughs> it says, give thanks and everything for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Just what you want to see on a recipe. It is Perfect. delightful. It's handwritten. And at first, when I read this recipe, this looks, honestly, this looks like a truly classic lemon bar recipe out there. There's a lot of them out there. There's honestly, there's some variation, but there are a whole lot that are essentially the the same thing. And this is a true classic lemon bar recipe, which is why I wanted to share it. The recipe also says lemon bars, a four-star recipe. Now, I am sort of curious, how many stars are in her system? Does she have, is this a five-star system? Are there better or is four stars the highest? I don't know. These are the things we could ask Grandma Abeling. But she still makes these bars and brings them, Haley says, and everyone still loves them. This recipe calls for you to preheat your oven to 350. The very first ingredient <laughs> that I first read it, you'll have to look at the image. We'll share the image in the, in the show notes. The, the recipe, it looks like it says, I thought it said two cups of love. And I was like, Oh, that's so cute. Turns <laughs> out, no, that that's actually just fancy handwriting, and it says two cups flour. That's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. So, two cups flour, two cups sugar, one cup butter, mix together and press into a nine by thirteen pan. Bake at three fifty for fifteen minutes. Then, so that's your that's your crust. Then you're going to mix two cups of sugar. There's a lot of sugar in this recipe. Four eggs, a quarter cup of flour, six tablespoons of lemon juice. You're going to mix all of that and pour on top of your baked crust and bake it again for another 15 minutes. Okay. okay. So that's it. That's easy. That I could it's, do that. It's I know so it's a true classic. It's essentially a lemon curd. Yeah. That you're, but you that don't pre make it. No. Every time I make lemon curd on the stove, I mess yeah. up. But yeah. But this seems no. like an idiot proof way to I, make your lemon curd. Grandma Abling, I think she will not steer you wrong. Now, she also has a note on here, which is after my own heart. I feel like <laughs> my, my grandmother has also had these recipes notes on her, on her recipes. It says, be sure to use butter, not margarine. Yes. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> Excellent Perfect. advice. Always, always good baking advice. So a true classic bar, a lemon bar. There are definitely other variations. There were a number of recipes shared in the group. If you have an excellent lemon bar recipe that is, you're like, oh, no, this one is special. It's, it's unique. Or maybe it's just no fail. You're like, I've tried the other lemon bars. They always, somehow something goes wrong. 
If you have a no-fail lemon bar recipe, we'd love to hear Thank about you. it. Please, please share your, your lemon bar recipes. Honestly, if you have a seven-layer bar recipe, if you have a strawberry pretzel dessert recipe, <laughs> Share, if share you have those a recipes. strawberry pretzel salad recipe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, <laughs> we would love to to have have any of the recipes. Give us your inspiration. Let other people see them and and consider how they might might spice up what they're going to bring to the next potluck or family get together or you know neighborhood gathering it's getting to be nice outside again but not too yeah. cold yet and so for me i'm like oh this is a great time to go and hang out around a fire pit or something bring a bar that's a great thing to bring to a little bonfire party as a bar so oh now i want to make a s'mores bar mm. oh, like a oh i'm sure that's a thing oh i'm, I'm sure, not. sure that's a thing that sounds great Googling furiously. I know, right? <laughs> Must look this up right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pages and pages of recipes. Oh, oh yeah. They have a s'mores seven-layer bar. <gasps> look at that. Ooh. Oh, boy. So, yeah. yes. Your next bonfire. It's beautiful. So, I thoroughly enjoyed this big contest of the best of the bars and... I feel that it was an honest contest. I think I think the right bar won. Yes. And yeah. yeah. Thank you for setting this up, Aaron. This was so fun. Like when you said I want to do bars, first I was like, <laughs> bars? Like three Lutheran ladies walk into a bar? Yep. Huh? <laughs> but then when you explained it, I was like, oh, yeah, these are the unsung heroes of the dessert table. Yes. And we definitely need to give them some love. And then you went yeah. about it in a big way with your maximum science and your yeah. carefully, carefully, we'll call it bar diplomacy between bar all diplomacy. the people with oh. the strongly yes. worded opinions. But we came out with a really fun contest. And I, I think, yeah, those lemon bars and seven layer bars are justly at the top of the list because yeah. Yeah. they're delicious and amazing. And I need to actually learn how to make them. <laughs> Well, there are plenty of recipes in all of the posts for the bar contest playoffs. Mm -hmm. And also, yes, please, in the comments on this episode in the Facebook group or anywhere else you find it, we post it in a few places. Share your recipes. We want to see them because everyone needs a new bar recipe in their life. You can join us in our Facebook group where you can see this episode and all of the rest of our episodes and all of the recipes and funny videos, etc. In our Facebook group, The Lutheran Ladies Lounge, you can also follow us on Instagram. We share a lot more photos there and more discussion, prompts, and all kinds of fun stuff there too. So join us on our Instagram page at Lutheran Ladies Lounge. You can also sign up for our e-newsletter. Send us an email, lutheranladies at kfuo.org, or you can find out how to do that in the show notes for this episode. Find all of our episodes at kfuo.org slash Lutheran Ladies Lounge or on your favorite podcasting app or on the KFUO radio app. You're listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. And I am chock full of peanut butter bars right now. <laughs> Thank you. I've eaten so many of these bars in Thank the last you. hour. <laughs> it's really bad. Erin, you get credit for the uh, five pounds I've gained today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not even ashamed. <laughs>
Views and opinions expressed on the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO Radio, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. The Lutheran Ladies Lounge is produced by KFUO Radio and available at kfuo.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and leave a review for us too. If you love the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast, consider financially supporting our producer, KFUO Radio, so we can keep doing what we do. Find out how at kfuo.org give.